Ever. I didn't even press it. You did something. I guess so. Here we go. We have cat mom and cat dad mugs of coffee right now. I'm the dad, of course. <laughs> this bitch has on a cat cape right now, which is a fucking ridiculous fleece blanket as a cape. A shawl, if you will. A shawl. And I have fuzzy socks on. Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's raining. Mm. It's been crazy raining all day. It's been dark and gloomy and cold, and I love Dumb. it. You love it? Love it. What are you talking about, dumb? I have to go. I've been waiting for this. Oh, God. I I hate going out in it and driving. I hate it. Driving sucks, but, like, the cozy levels are... At home is ...have good. increased substantially. <laughs> but Christmas is upon us. Yeah. My house is a winter wonderland. So we put up our Christmas be. tree last night. We got some decorations going. It's I'm excited. The, I'm about to pull out known as fucking totes and get it going yeah what are you waiting on i think we might buy a fake tree too this year we oh, never do. well you like to keep them up till summer so I'll why don't you all fucking year yeah why don't you um get a fake one and then you don't have to worry about the fire hazard yeah i'm going to yeah i think you should i'm ready to have a christmas tree all year and they're all on sale at michael's right now this is not a paid promotion <laughs> Um, I wish it was. <laughs> All their Christmas shit right now is on sale for 40% off. Of course, closer time. in December, it'll be like 70% off. But like trees, everything, lights. I had to get new lights. Like everything is hella on sale. So oh. now's the time. Go get that tree. I need to make a trip to Michael's. This is Hello Dysfunction, by the way. Yeah, we're here. It's episode 104. <laughs> Hello. So the other day I took... Uh, carolyn to go pick up bob's ashes you know it's been like a year yeah and um i was talking to the guy there and the dude that owns the crematory and he was telling me that our crematorium will have mm-hmm. fucking say it that yeah yep he was telling me that he's been getting two to three covid deaths a week and i was like really? he's like business is booming yeah he's like it's a beautiful time he had on hella gold chains and rings on every finger <laughs> No. oh my god so I was like, holy shit so after i drop her off with the ashes and shit uh will was she emotional uh, yeah did she cry uh yeah and so mm. i tricked her when i came out i was like they lost him but um mm. <laughs> what a Stupid bitch <laughs> um will called me like right after and i was telling him you know what we just done and he goes what if you walked in the house and you caught Carolyn shoving Bob in her pussy? I thought he was going to say snorting Bob. <laughs> she was lining up rails of Bob. <laughs> she was like, I just want us to be one. And then he said, what if she makes dad blow the ashes in her pussy? And Would you like, shut up? <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I already think they fuck when they're bored. No, no, no. So... We bought an urn off Amazon. FYI, anybody you know who needs to buy an urn, don't mm-hmm. do it. Through don't do it through them. They're going to charge shit. you fucking thousand dollars or we something. We got a really nice heart shaped one on Amazon for under fifty bucks. Good. So I have that, and then you know, um, we bought her a heart shaped engraved necklace with his name and mm-hmm. um, 
The only thing is I have to put the ashes in these items myself. And it comes with the a necklace. funnel? The necklace comes with a tiny little Barbie funnel. Oh. And a cocaine scooper. Yeah. To and, put him in there. Yeah. So I get to do that. Tell her to put a little bit in our coffee every day. Maybe. So she can feel closer. Yeah. Oh, that no, that I'm glad you finally got him after a year. I'm gonna come in and there's gonna be ashes all over the bed. On her pillow. Oh my god. <laughs> it's gonna she's be gonna, in her hair. The cats are gonna be rolling in it. Oh god, I'll be so pissed. Got some shit she would do though. Uh, um Yeah. I was sad uh last night when we were unpacking shit. Mm-hmm. We found Dottie's Christmas pajamas. Aww. And her Christmas ornament that someone had sent us. And I was like, God damn it. Bunny was like, what do I do with this? And I said, just put the ornament back, like with the other stuff, like where we kept it. You didn't put it on the tree? "Mm, No, it just felt wrong. No. No, sad it felt. But I gave my sister the Christmas pajamas because she likes to wear them. No, my mom's (laughs) dog, one of her dogs is getting big. It's getting tall. And when Dottie had those members, she was hella little still. So their dog might fit them. Oh, that's so good. At least can, they get to be repurposed. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Um, but yeah, that was sad. Uh, we we jumped my car the other day, you guys. Listen. <laughs> so I, apparently, I didn't know. I turned on one of the dome lights, and I didn't know that they don't shut off when you lock the doors. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> um, so like two days later, I'm going to take PP to the doctor, and I'm like, oh, the car won't unlock. <laughs> So I had to take the fucking key apart and open the car. I couldn't open the trunk to get to the cables. I had to do hella shit. Thank God this bitch was local. (laughs) And she four-wheel drove it up onto this dirt hill to get to close to my car. Total fucking redneck trash. And it was perfect. And we don't need no men. No. We're fucking mechanics. We're barbers. We are. We're efficient. We definitely are. We're a girl power. We're millennial women. We are. We're independent women. And I took a picture of the setup just to show all (laughs) of you. uh, I had on the harness, (laughs) the baby harness, but it looked like my dad. Like I was, did I talk about that on the episode? No. Oh, so my dad came over like a week ago and he had on like this crisscross. It looked like seatbelt straps. They were so thick. (laughs) And I asked my aunt that was with me. I said, does he have on a fucking harness over his? hoodie and she was like what he better not and she goes do you have on a fucking harness wait the fact that you guys even have to question it because there's no telling he showed up with a gold cross dangle earring on and i'm like are you prince what are you fucking doing um but my aunt was like is it jimbo you better not have on a fucking harness is that a harness and he was like no and he opened his jacket bitch and it was thick the thickest i've ever seen suspenders but he had like fire hose material yes he had them they're fireman suspenders for fire pants he had them crisscrossed across his chest over his hoodie and i said why are you fucking wearing them like that but he's so tiny now his pants won't stay up so i was like what the fuck anyway so now when i put that baby harness on i'd be cracking up because it looks like my dad's jimbo harness harness suspenders and yeah when we i had that on when we were jumping my car and i was hella laughing i pulled up and was like 
I love your heart. And people probably don't know what that is. You know, it's just over my sweatshirt. And it's just like cloth material. <laughs> but, and then tied around the waist, <laughs> belted around the waist after. Oh, you look like a really cute mom, though. I love that thing. I wore pee-pee in it in Michael's last so night. So does it help? Hell yeah. It's, it's better than like, because when I took her to the doctor, um, I don't want to carry her car seat and she's getting hella yeah. big. So um, having to carry her in the car seat everywhere, it's hella heavy. Mm -hmm. So it's way better. I just put her in that and we go. Yeah. We were walking around Michael's last night. Perfect. Like a duo. Yeah. How Zipping cute. through the store. It was perfect. Oh, God. My stomach hurts <laughs> from laughing. Did you... Did you did you ever listen to a podcast like um that talked about like the short uh, this wow the yorkshire ripper i don't yorkshire, know yorkshire i don't know what is it about what did they do he he's the uh the dude that murdered um well he was charged with murdering he was convicted of murdering 13 women uh-uh in um where's yorkshire the uk england yeah. It's a county in England. I had to look it up. That's how I know that this. Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it sounds like it's in England, yeah, UK or whatever. Definitely. The UK is England, right? United Kingdom is yes. England. Yeah. Same thing. I looked all that up because I was like, I'm not going to talk about this and not fucking know. And just sound dumb. Sound dumb. Whatever. Because I've done it We'd a million times confident. here. All right. <laughs> a million times. So <laughs> he murdered. He was convicted of murdering 13 women. Is this a recent case or is this from back in like fucking? 81 he was convicted. Oh, okay. I thought it was from like the 1800s or something. No, but he's like one of their big murderers, serial killers. Mm -hmm. And when he first started murdering women, they were um, sex workers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it didn't stir up that much. Of um, course not. Concern mm -hmm. until his 10th victim, which was just a regular 19 year old. So they're like, now we got to find him. Now, now we got to stop to this. It's not just sex workers. Right. So. He was caught, convicted. Um, he died on the 13th in prison from COVID. Wow. Fitting end for a disgusting yeah. moment. And on Friday the 13th. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So COVID is is acting up right now. Dude. Um, I don't know. all. I don't follow all the colors and all that for the counties, the color charts. I don't know what all that because means. Because we've pretty much been living the same way since March. Yeah. I just know it's bad. And I know that like Solano County is back, I think, purple or something. So, you know, so they, are we. they were like uh, one of the ones that was like keeping shit open longer, yep. open back up earlier, all that kind of shit. I think they're going back on lockdown now. Mm -hmm. And I think we are, too. Yeah. And um. Just statewide, I read that um, uh, the cases, the number of cases increased by one million in six days for the for the country. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, that's fucking scary. It is really scary. And I kind of went on a tangent yesterday. I got really fucking pissed off because right now uh, on my mom's floor, there's a three year old girl who's going into full organ failure, who is going to die from COVID, no pre-existing conditions, Ugh. all because her parents thought it wasn't a big deal. Um, and I have quite a few people I know personally that I see on social media uh, taking vacations mm -hmm. with no masks. Parties. Um, mm -hmm. And I messaged one of them and I, um, I was like, they're all going to get COVID because she had posted some video of people partying. And she was like, oh, well, it's whatever. And that's that, type that of exact fucking... attitude is what's keeping us on I'll lockdown. I'll let you guess what she is. 
She's white. Yeah. Yeah. They're, duh. Right. White people, honestly, are the only people I'm seeing. Not to sound no fucked up. Concern whatsoever. And yeah. I'm like, what, what are you getting out of not wearing a mask? Why are you not taking this serious? And I honestly have a theory um take it how you like but i feel like it's it's ingrained it's that white people not wanting to be told what to do yes never being told the ones told what to do they're always the ones telling people what to do so they don't know how to process like instruction properly not instruction but like you know uh required it's all new you know what i mean like I, i honestly think that um it's fucking weird. The the people who don't take this seriously, who um, blow off COVID and think it's not a big deal, they fit certain boxes. They're usually mm-hmm. some form of right wing. They're entitled, yeah. f- selfish humans. And um, these are the same people that complain about going back on a lockdown. But it's like you are the it's reason. It's your fault. I'm not mad about a lockdown. No. I don't have a problem no. at all about it because... Um, like I've been saying at this point, this shit is holding up my money. Yes. And, you know, it's only going to be so much longer before I really get angry about the shit. Yeah. Because there's people I know personally that are taking these little mini trips all over the place, getting on planes all the time and shit and acting like it's no big deal. And it is a fucking big deal. And this shit is going to go on forever because you stupid bitches are the ones that are keep keep doing this shit. Some of which have (laughs) had COVID. Multiple. Like, so I don't get it. Like, bitch, and you're still traveling and shit. Like, it's hella frustrating. It's hella, fr- like, the people are more frustrating to me than the situation. Yes. You know, and it's like. The attitudes about it. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, they, I even, what were you going to say? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I have in my notes, too. I never thought it would get to this point, but I want to talk about um, how do you tell someone they can't come over? You say. I have a new baby. Mm-hmm. Her pediatrician told me not to allow anybody over who has not been isolating. Yeah. Because I have multiple friends that have really, like, been trying to reach out and come over. And it's like, that's not a realistic option Mm-mm. at all. Like, at we'll all. Even time. if I didn't have a baby. Like, bitch, I'm not going out for a reason. Right. I'm not seeing my family this year. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm not fucking... <laughs> I don't know. And it's weird because these people know that about me. Yeah. Like, y'all know I'm not going anywhere right now. I'm not fucking. You're not even working. No, I'm not. I haven't worked in close to like the whole year. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't get it. But I want to. It's awkward. It's an awkward conversation to have to stop somebody that's acting excited to see you and the baby and come up and to be like, "Er," like, no, you can't. I'll send you pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's. It's awkward, and it puts me on the spot, and I don't right. like that. It makes me uncomfortable. Just ignore your phone calls. I know. I don't I don't know. Uh, you know, and people talk about, um, we need to create herd immunity, herd immunity. And I was telling you the other day, I was talking to my mom, and she was doing numbers. She likes math. And um, in order for herd immunity to be effective, you, 78% of the population needs to be immune. Um, yeah, I never even heard of that herd that, immunity. It's why we have vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have herd immunity with um, chicken pox. And, um, it's just because so many people shit. are not. So many people are um, 
vaccinated that so it, it lowers protects, the risk yes and yeah. it protects the unvaccinated populations okay so in order to um achieve herd immunity with covid a vaccination has to be in place right a vaccine people would need to be vaccinated mm-hmm. if herd immunity was created without a vaccination eight million people would die in the process of reaching 78 percent of the population so who fucking decides what eight million people we're going to sacrifice you right. know what i mean right so That's anyone who screams number. herd immunity is also fucking they're not smart without vaccination is fucking selfish they're just saying anything because mm-hmm. they're not realizing what it would take to reach that yeah yeah, I mean, that's just like we talked about. Some people were thinking that um, kids can't get it. I've yeah. been seeing hella cases of kids that died. And ki- we, we talked about it with w- different kids that died. And we read about it in the news. And we saw, you know, that's we don't even know enough about this shit to right. confidently say anybody is safe from it. Right. So you sound dumb even trying to have that any excuse. Yeah. Moderna. I think that's what they're called. Moderna. Let me look in my note. But um, so remember last week I talked about the Pfizer BioNTech uh, vaccination that came out, the vaccine yeah. that was coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, with that vaccine, it needs to be stored in like sub zero temperatures. And so that kind of creates an issue. Yeah. Um, but Moderna came out with a, a COVID vaccine that's. Um, so far proven to be 94 percent effective Mm -hmm. and it just needs to be stored in a fridge which that's better yeah so i don't know when they're going to begin you know distributing distributing. yeah um but like i said i'm just i'm gonna watch the first batch yeah i've been seeing like posts and shit that like our county for example contra costa county Mm -hmm. has been encouraging families to get tested before thanksgiving yeah. Because they know even small gatherings are going to take place. Mm-hmm. So they're like pushing people and they've um, listed some sites. I didn't make note of any, but I know there was one in Concord where families can go and like get rapid tests done or yeah. whatever. Um, or just stay home. Just stay home and cook in your yeah. house. FaceTime everyone. Zoom. Zoom also. Yeah. Apparently um, they normally limit zoom face to face uh they limit the time Mm. on thanksgiving there's no limit oh that's nice right so people can zoom and eat with families which do something like that like it's not a big big deal it's better than putting people at risk do it like that this year so that you have those family members to hang out with next year you know what i mean so the kids um pediatrician who we're really close to like he was my pediatrician when i was a baby mm-hmm. he's taking a leave and so he's like make sure you bring bunny in like before because she's due for some shots in her physical and he was like make sure you bring her before like the end of the month because i'm taking a leave and i was like oh are you going somewhere or like what what's going on and he's like no i guess his kids are doctors and he's like you know wow. all of my kids are like in the medical field and they're giving me a really hard time because i'm still working i just turned 73 Damn. And I was like, that's really smart. And I was happy. I was like, go, definitely go. So he's taking off three months because he's like, I'm a healthy person. He looks really good. He don't look or act like a 73 year old person, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But like he said, if he was to catch it, he's high risk. Like he might not fucking make it, you know. Right. So people are taking precautions like that. So he's yeah, he's taking three months off. And I was like, good for you. 
That's really smart. You know, there's no question. If my dad caught it, yeah, he'll die. Right. There's, I mean, there's no. Yeah, I have friends exception. that haven't seen their parents since the beginning of the year because yeah. they have older parents. You know, like it's, it's just not something to play with, and I just get so frustrated with the people close to me that are playing with it. Right. I I know we talk about this every week, but <laughs> it's well, it's, it's huge. It's freaking me out, and it's a big deal, and people are fucking dying. Yeah, I still remember the episode we did when it was like uh still the New. the virus was still in China. Mm-hmm. And you were and you were like, you know, have you are you worried about it? And I remember we were like, no, not really. And really? look at us. And yeah. look at us. Look where we're fucking at because It's scary. People just can't today be responsible. Um DJ Fresh had posted his aunt uh, is in the hospital with it and i was like i hit him and i'm like i'm praying for your family like i'm hella sorry he's fucking scared we have a few listeners that have it that wrote in yeah but uh, i still see people p- making posts like do you know anyone personally that has had covid yes or no bitch are we beyond. still we, we've been past that point been I, past that. I are we still many. asking that question are we like you still it, think it's a 5g yes. bill gates conspiracy fuck, fuck off fuck all the way off i just i'm unfollowing people yep. in, in huge numbers because yep. i if we're not on the same you know uh we can disagree about a lot of things but i just if we're not on the same page with certain things i'm not i'm not here for it like i'm just gonna unfollow you you being selfish and irresponsible are, are those aren't qualities ser- i look yeah. for in, in friends it's or not people. pizza toppings or you know no. like that one meme says it's like this is serious racism yeah. not not debatable medical not, science yeah we, these aren't things we can disagree on i'm sorry we can debate whether the virus was fucking intentionally created we can do that all day we can talk about that you can have an opinion about that Mm -hmm. but whether or not there's an actual virus that's killing people yeah no nope oh god well moving on that yeah it's scary take it seriously and fuck you if you're one of the people that's not yeah real shit so Christmas is coming and I I was talking to a relative um, that was telling me about like one of the kids in the family that like has these high hopes for like hella designer shit for Christmas. <laughs> and this is like a kid that's like 12, maybe like our kid's age. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like there's a issue with the parenting i feel like i was just gonna say and also because the parents aren't even materialistic like that so you know it would be more understandable if they were Mm -hmm. but they're not so it's like you're letting the internet raise your kids a little too much that this is a you know a real um christmas wish (laughs) like for fucking designer items and shit that uh, most adults don't even buy that we know you know so it's it's weird and i was just thinking i'm so glad we don't have materialistic kids at Mm -hmm. all at all at all like to the point that like when we're on the freeway the other day there was like a 1970s conversion van um on the freeway and bunny was like i hella want one of those same bunny same that's the kind of shit and it just kind of made me happy inside because it wasn't a little proud mom moment yeah it wasn't like a porsche or a fucking lamborghini Mm -hmm. or something you know it's just like to me even materialistic adults like i'm not shaming anybody for your lifestyle and whatever me personally i've just never been into that shit it's not that i can't afford it i just feel like it's i can't make sense of it and justify it in my mind spending a certain amount of money on certain items um 
and it's just to me materialistic people like I have some friends that are just obsessed they're label obsessed and it really screams insecurity to me a little bit like unless you have millions of fucking dollars and it's nothing even then to me just my mindset I'm not fucking doing spending money like that on shoes or like you know like there's a certain amount I'd say like there's a cap like there's like an eight hundred dollar cap or a you know and that would be like some special occasion shit. Uh, I'm yeah I'm like, not an everyday thing. I think the most expensive thing I ever bought, and it was not because of the brand, it was because the way they fit. I'm really hippie. Was a pair of jeans from Nordstrom, and they were like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, um, but that's somebody. But even when I wear them, you can't see time. the label. See, that's the thing too. Um, people that have to record the like, tags are on it. Wear the tags or like record themselves buying it at the register and like re- hella um, labels all over everything and shit. Like you're wearing it to try to impress other Listen. people. It has the opposite effect on me. I look at you like Cringe. you're hella fucking bootsy. Yes. I look at you like you're screaming insecurity. So I know somebody, a guy, who would do that, um, but he would buy an outfit, wear it. And return it? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's even worse. Yes. That's way worse. God. Yes. No, this, but this is just like, you know, it, it's like if you were quietly buying and wearing this shit, it's whatever. It's your yeah. life. But the fact that you're recording yourself handing money to the person at the register. Me. What do you Kill think they think me. of you? They're watching you record yourself like a fucking asshole handing money to them. They have a button under register. They have a button they push under the counter that says fucking douche alert and a big light photo. And in the break room, they all fucking laugh at you. That's what I think. If I worked at one of those boutiques, that's what I would do. I would install that first. Um, No, but it's so bootsy to me. And it's like your hell. Like, does that that's that gives you like purpose? Like that makes you feel important and buy designer label shit. If that's what you like. High five. I'm all for it. Take photos, but don't record yourself buying it. Don't record the price tag. Because then it's tag. like you're not doing it for yourself. Don't you're doing it for everybody else. zoomed in on yes, the fucking name. Yes. Don't do that stuff. The name has to be all over you from head to toe. I mean, it's a I whole like other that. conversation. The people that are still wearing the racist brands. That's a whole other yeah, conversation. Because it's definitely. like, bitch, you don't stand for shit. Mm-mm. They don't even want you wearing that shit. And you're wearing <laughs> it, you idiot. But th- that's a whole other conversation. But it just turns into like you're not wearing that for yourself at this point you're wearing it to try to impress others and yep. i'm just i never been about trying to impress people you like me or you don't i really don't give a fuck you take me in these holy sweats and flip-flops she her sweats are swiss cheese right now or and not enough. yeah but these ones came intentionally like this right but <laughs> you know it's it's true yeah it's true i don't maybe because we're older i think i think I that has a lot to do with it but, but even at that age i wasn't we on that yeah we also didn't have social media, so true. But, uh, true. But I'm even just, in I'm regular, not a flashy. I'm not a flashy. No. Try to put on a show for anybody type bitch. Anyway, believe it or not, like no. I'm just I'm not. Not at all. And I never have been. You know, speaking of racist shit, you know what I learned today? What? You know the old rhyme? You know when you would like put your dukes in a circle, like if you're doing hide and seek to see who's it or something, and you would go eeny meeny miny mo catch a tiger by his toe. Mm, yeah. Yeah. What the real song is yes yeah what the fuck a lot of shit has dark um deep racism yeah, origins dark origins motherfucker i know if you haven't figured it out the ice cream man it song, said the er that. fucking word yeah what the fuck 
Yeah, everything's kind of ruined when you find out the truth. Yeah, you know? I hate it. Um, Ring Around the Rosie was like about uh, what disease was Some, it? Um, it was about a disease. Yes, like and everybody of, dying. Yeah, it was very dark. Like every, it seems like all the little childhood shit is like not cool when you find out how it started. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, gross. That anyway, um, off my materialistic rant. <laughs> uh mark actually sent me something the other day on social media and it was a video about a woman that was getting her home appraised they wanted to sell it It it's a black woman married to a white man they had a son and um she called in an appraiser and they had like you know family photos up and artwork and whatnot and the appraisal was very fucking low even the other people that they consulted with were like wow like that's really fucking low that you got that number so i don't remember if they said someone suggested it or they just did it but the husband next time handled the another appraisal they took down all the family photos this Anything time that she said they wasn't were black yes she wasn't there it was only him he's a white guy and the appraisal ended up being a hundred thousand dollars higher than the yeah, previous 40 percent more yes and when he sent me this i told him um i've read stories and know personally situations where realtors have encouraged the sellers to take out um family photos cultural artwork not even necessarily just black but any sign that's of not any white culture or photos of people that are not fucking white and that it makes a huge difference and this is present day shit and i was like it's disgusting but you know it made me think remember when you guys got an airbnb <laughs> Yeah. And like, what was the situation? He brought that up too. He could not get one or. So if I remember correctly, he wasn't getting responses. He made a profile with his photo because you have to put your photo, your name. Yeah. He made one with his and he wasn't getting um, responses or he was getting told they were rejection. Yeah. So he used my photo. With only your last name. With Yep, not Panetta. Right. With D'Amato, which is very obviously Italian sounding. And your picture. My photo. Little did they know they were messaging him. A brown (laughs) dude the whole fucking time. Yes. And his experience was completely and you different. guys got it booked. Yep. <laughs> and with no problem. Nope. It's a it's a um present day issue. Yep. It's it's a concern. You know what I mean? And I told him, I said, um, so my car, uh, because I'm not wasn't a licensed driver when Mm -hmm. i got my old car um i got that like four years ago right Mm -hmm. and i had my godmother on the loan who is a black woman Mm -hmm. when we bought that car we made uh, we we visited in person we didn't do any of the process online Mm -hmm. we were only showed like a couple cars um our credit scores were not far off from what they are now we Mm -hmm. got a ridiculous interest rate but i was like desperate at the time because i had been riding in rentals for years yeah you were so um we got our interest rate i want to say it was like 20 something percent it was high as fuck but i was like just do it because i need to you know get this now whatever we we got played like we got fucking played on that sale so fast forward to this year so now i get my car and i'm like i'm gonna do this different this time Mm -hmm. i started the process online only and i was dealing with this guy with a couple people actually 
but I did the whole pre-approval process and everything over the computer and through email and text Mm -hmm. before we even went in at all to view a car, to show the trade, anything. This time we got under 3% interest rate. And like I said, our credit scores are not far off from what they were then. So to me, I'm like, what is the the difference? You know, like it's a huge fucking difference. Wow. And it's unfortunate that you have to try to work the system in different ways to, you know, avoid shit like that from right. fucking happening. It's um, really fucked up. I really feel like if we would have went in in person, just the way I fucking look alone, yeah. Um, also, with her being a black woman, like, I think it would have been an issue again, just because of For how sure. huge the gap is in interest rates. You know, yes. like, there's no what what was the reason? That's fucking wild. It's weird. It's very fucking weird. So the takeaway is, besides burning down the system, use your white fucking resources, I mm, guess. To, yeah, that's fucked up. It's, it's unfortunate it, that you even have to say that or yeah. figure a different way around right. you know that's why i'm like play angering. the system any way you can any fucking play get over yeah home um, loans and all that shit they've been scamming people of color forever like there's how many lawsuits from wells fargo and shit about mortgage and, i just um, got a payout from wells fargo um from i believe it was a 2000 14 or 16 lawsuit because they were charging um, higher interest that fraudulently i got a claim paper about that too that and the one i just got paid out for and it wasn't like 50 bucks you know it was over 200 dollars. it was for class action lawsuit a class action and it was for charging unnecessary overdraft fees Mm -hmm. and it was um the plaintiffs on the case uh both had very ethnic sounding names yeah and I'm, it doesn't surprise the me. racism was in the loss me and my husband got money actually he got the check i didn't get the check but <laughs> i'm still a little <laughs> mad about that but from our home loan that we got back in the day mm-hmm. there was a class action lawsuit Damn. with them because we got charged like this weird ass mortgage that like ended up being you know discriminatory mm-hmm. and like a problem so that it was a class action lawsuit we got paid out from that and one of our cars that we got it was a mercedes that we got back in like fucking 2004 or something like that i got a check the other day or for like 27 dollars or something and it was saying they overcharged us um when we first signed our papers they like included something and didn't tell us wow and and so i was like what the fuck and it said like maybe there's a possibility of more to follow wow so like how long were we charged whatever we weren't supposed to be charged and shit like these companies be scamming people that's why i'm like just play the fuck out the system any yeah. way you can yeah it's all fucking wrong it's all fucked up all of it is just built on bullshit it is they they'll try to scam you any way they can trust me so yeah i'm all for it same <sighs> we have a birthday that i want to talk about it's mine <laughs> no it's not november 29th a listener that we have named cynthia happy birthday you have a birthday coming we want to wish you a happy birthday your friend wrote us told us in great detail what a great friend you are and um we just want to make sure we told you happy birthday happy birthday so there's that there's also 
Also? Also. There's no T in also. There sometimes is. Mm -mm. So also (laughs) go to, please go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Yes, please. Helps us with placement. Um, the other and day, that's it for this episode. No, no it's not, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> the other day we were working on goddamn gift packages Jesus. for our patrons. So we kind of oversported what we... Um, we're getting it done, okay? We're getting Listen. it done. We got all the merch in. We're, we're assembling this shit and you'll have them soon. But I didn't realize um, how difficult it is to for one thing what we're offering is if you're a patron a $20 patron for a a minimum of three months you get physical items which includes a quote unquote welcome box yes we've had some custom items made that we're sending to you guys they're so cute we've had some issues with the merchandise that wasn't right the first time around now we finally got that corrected um and just having to look up everyone and shit, like I, I feel like we need to hire someone. Patrons I want it's not hire, always user friendly. They're not. They're not completely user friendly. I had friendly. two different electronic devices and I was having yes. to go back and forth between them. It took a long time to get that first step done. And yes. I thought we were gonna hire the kids, but they ended up not bailing. Excuse <laughs> me. Two didn't show up and one was just hanging out. So <laughs> that failed so it's kind of just falling on us but bear with us you will have cute presents yeah very soon they're so fucking cute. yeah i think they're gonna go out like by next week yeah yeah i love them that's just an update on that i'm gonna send myself <laughs> one <laughs> no jesus christ um so i was reading something and you know it was like a little opinionated think piece and i agreed with it and it was like everyone wants to call themselves a mental health advocate when dealing with depression or anxiety i feel like those are the most commonly discussed yes they're they've kind of become kind of trendy yeah a lot of people are just calling any bad day depression anything is ocd yeah and um even when it's not diagnosed like it's it's just something that people say and i don't like it but um that the depression and anxiety everybody's an advocate when it comes to those two i've noticed Mm -hmm. when you move on to some some big girl shit some like some my issues i'll just speak from experience when you move on to my symptoms and diagnoses and that's when people tend to back off a little bit and get the bipolar the the bpd the the ocd but yeah and it's like um when rituals are discussed, when intrusive thoughts are discussed, when mm-hmm. voices are discussed, when other more extreme... Schizophrenia, yeah, paranoid schizophrenia. When more extreme um, conditions come about, people are less... I feel like there's less support. And that su- same supportive um, you know, title of advocate and all that it kind of diminishes a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. it, I don't feel the support the same way. Right. And we want to eliminate the stigma that comes with mental health. I do acknowledge, and I feel like it's come a really long way. And people for the most part are a lot more accepting of, you know, understanding mental health and not writing it off as a person just being crazy or whatever. But it's when people are talking about minor cases, I feel like, or like 
I don't want to say minor cases like those other ones aren't seriously affecting lives, but I feel like people are less understanding when it comes to more, uh, what's the word? Just like not as common and not as commonly talked about shape. Right. It's, I, I think it's the, um, I think to a certain extent, even if undiagnosed, the majority of people can relate to being depressed. Right. Or, you know, they can envision themselves being sad enough about something that they can empathize with depression. Mm-hmm. And I think with anxiety, everybody has felt um, anxious at some point. Yes. You can feel anxious and not have uh, yes. clinical anxiety. Right. Yeah. There, that's, so, so that's easier to swallow. To relate to mm-hmm. and to uh, empathize with. I mm-hmm. think um, with bipolar you know, people think it's funny to use bipolar uh, when describing themselves as a girlfriend or, you know, yeah. a situation or, or changing their mind. Yeah, yeah. Or you being um, happy and sad. Like, yes. that's not it's what not. bipolar means. Mm-mm. People have a fucked up definition in their head. Like, right. oh, I'm so moody. I'm bipolar. Or the weather is so bipolar today. And I get really fucking offended because I'm like, this is something that affects my life in a whole nother way that you probably can't even comprehend right. if you knew what it really meant. Right. Um, yeah, I just, I, it's weird. It's weird. And I, I just was comforted in reading that other people noticed this shit too. Right. And that they feel the same way. And, um, you know, I'm not alone in that. Right. Because I, even when, um, like, I have to fill out, there's, it's called an Edinburgh I think it's called Edinburgh survey. I don't know. Don't quote me. But like every time I take PP to the pediatrician, I have to fill it out. Mm -hmm. And it's like screening for postpartum. And, you know, based on your score, um, you know, the doctor checks it and they'll decide whether or not to further talk to you about it at that time or whatever. So mine's been good. But he always asks me, like, um, are you back on your meds? Did you meet with your doctor yet? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I told him not yet because I can't get them to answer the fucking phone. And it's hella frustrated. Their automated system, whatever. And he was like, well, are you hearing voices? And I was, and he was kind of joking about it. But I was like, I'm not at the moment, but I have. And he kind of looked and was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, like, um, I said, I, it's, I said, it's kind of difficult to explain quickly like this. I said, but like, sometimes it's a paranormal situation that I've experienced since I was a little kid. Sometimes it's like when I'm stressed, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But anytime I mention it, even if it's like a subtle situation, not something that concerns me, I'm automatically looked at as having signs of schizophrenia. Yes. And to me, that's not the case. And I know what that looks like because I have a parent that has that. Yes. And then I realized how crazy I probably sound because I'm like, I hear voices, but it's not that. Right. But it's true. You know what I mean? Like I'm of sound and sound mind right now and I'm fucking telling you. And then I was just like, Maria, shut up. Like in my head, because I'm like, (sighs) the more you explain, the worse it fucking comes out. And he's probably writing on my survey right now. Take the baby, call CPS. (laughs) Home visit. Home visit. (laughs) So I was just like, just shut up. Like in my head, just shut up. But it's, you know, it's just another one of those situations where people get uncomfortable when you start talking about the less commonly discussed The hearing voices. Conditions. The harmful thoughts. Intrusive the- thoughts that like, yeah, they're, they're fucking wild. Like they're so wild that I don't tell my fucking 
psychologists, um, all of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I feel like the baby will get taken away. But I know it's just part of the illness. Um, It's not like a plan or, you know, it's not something that I'm concerned about. It's just, yeah, um, people um, just be careful with your wording, you know, because it's it's offensive and it doesn't make me feel good when I see um, a not serious situation like a laughable, humorous yep. situation using terms that fuck with my life. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And um, and others. You want to know what I do? So at one of my clients' homes, uh, they have a trash room in their complex. Mm-hmm. And you open the door and it's like this three-by-three three metal, you know, room. And then there's a trash chute you pull down, mm-hmm. uh, a little square door that comes down and you put the garbage down the chute. And every day I did it today, I do it every time I open the door and I tell myself in my head, there's dead bodies in there. You have to hurry and throw this down the chute before the door closes to the room or else the building blows up. And I do it every fucking time. You understand that's OCD, right? Yes. Okay. So every time just to, I have things like that too. Like if I don't make it down the stairs in a certain amount of steps or if I don't make the green light or, you know, little mm-hmm. things. Um, so what was I going to say? Um, there's it, there's rituals. There's things like it's like deals. It's like deals yes. you make with yourself. What um, the fuck? Yeah. And you can't. It's like it will repeat in your head. I do on it. Replay every over and over yes. and over while it's happening. Yep. And like, yeah, little things like that. Like it's not hand washing and i'm laughing at myself because you know it's you're not fucking reasonable. nuts dude. yeah <laughs> you're fucking nuts the building's not gonna blow up but every time yeah i hurry and run and throw it down the chute hella fucking quick I- i'm always terrified <laughs> otherwise they're gonna go with it because they're in my fucking hand but i'm an asshole and the building's a, gonna blow up you're tom cruise <laughs> or you're in a die hard movie you're yes. bruce willis <laughs> every fucking day I dude. Know. yeah it's shit but. like that and it, it becomes time consuming but I was going to say, um, I was listening to, what's the podcast that we listen to? This is, what is it? This is actually happening. This is actually happening. So there's an episode um, that I made note of today, and it's episode 85, and mm-hmm. it's called, uh, What If You Had Bipolar Disorder? Oh, I haven't heard that one. So it's really fucking good, and it explains um, my life, basically. It's a guy, and he's, you know, talking about his experience and how he kind of first found out that that's what he had. He never knew, and how he felt when he found out, and he was actually, you know, like, um, in a facility for a little while, and... Mm -hmm. He started describing shit and I was just like my mouth dropped because I was like the kind of deals that you make in your head and the kind of thoughts that you get like you get these delusions of grandeur and you're like you think you've probably seen these behaviors in me before where like I really think I'm like I know all like um uh duh <laughs> i start Jeez. there's there's moments you know we laugh at kanye and shit but it's a real fucking thing and, and sometimes i just let you have that yeah a I, lot of people do. I, I just let you do it yeah. because it's gonna it might be a problem if i say something yeah. when you're in those moods right. because i know you so well um I just let you do it. Yeah. So he starts talking about that. And I was like, I have those moments all the fucking time. It's where you think you have insight that other people don't have. And some of that might be true. 
Right. I'm not going to say subjects. it's not. Certain, certain subjects. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I am a smart person and I do feel like I I'm, think we're the smartest people we know. We've That's a quote that we've said Listen. And, and meant it before. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't 100% disagree now, but I will say um, he was talking about shit like that. And I'm like, this is really me. Yeah. And it was like signs like you, you get signs and you feel like. He even used the word superpower and Kanye has used that before and I've used that before. And it's like where you feel like you have this separate intuition other people don't fucking have and you have insight other people don't have and gifts that other people don't have. And so like there has been a lot of times where I'm like um, I see signs whether it be numbers or whatever and I tell myself what that means and I might be far off but you, at, a beautiful in, the, mind. in the moment you can't tell me I'm wrong right at all you cannot and right so, that's why I just I let you roll yeah and so that is a big part of being bipolar is like having these moments where you're up on your fucking high horse and you know you know all things and you have the universe figured out i use that as an example a lot because i forget who i was having a conversation with but i went into detail about how like i kind of understood evolution and shit and had signs that came to me and they were only coming to me about that and i felt hell of like grateful that it was coming to me and who knows you know you're laughing but i'm you know it's like i'm laughing because remember a few episodes i said um Sometimes with mental illness, remember I was speaking about my dad and I said, who knows? He may be really right. talking right. to these dead people yes. that always appear when he's in the middle of a paranoid schizophrenic episode. And I he doesn't, right. I can't either. There's a fine line between genius and insanity. Yes. It's very fucking thin. And mm-hmm. who knows if they are parallel or they intersect. Right. A lot of the times they do. So, yeah. Both. Yeah. And this guy in this episode, he's talking about kind of like, I think he said his ex-girlfriend or his girlfriend or something kind of had an, a theory about mental illness and kind of he expanded on that and it made hella fucking sense in a very um, respectful way. Mm-hmm. And it just said that like people call mental illnesses and conditions that because it's like they have an inability to connect with that person in the way that their thought process and everything is going. So whenever there's an inability to connect, it's automatically looked at as you have a problem or a negative when in reality it might not be. We just have a different thinking pattern. Listen, I got into it probably a month ago uh, on Facebook with somebody who was trying to tell me that mental illness is a weakness and I was telling. I disagree. I argued I disagree. until my fingers fucking hurt, and I yeah. was like, "It's absolutely not. It's not. There's things that I can excel at that other people cannot yep. because of my mental illness, and that's not me just thinking highly of myself like usual. It's true. There's th- situations and things that I excel at because of it. Yes, that the average person would not. You know what I mean? Like, um. For instance, like I memorize numbers and shit so weirdly sometimes. Like I, from the time I was five years old, I remember my dad's license plate number to this day mm-hmm. of one of his vehicles. He had like eight cars. One of his vehicles, like little things like that. Like I can benefit from that ability that other people right. can't. Make no mistake, I'm not saying I'm good at math. Right. It's a memory thing that's selective. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, it's just it's helped like certain things have helped me. So I don't look at my situations as being negatives because I'm not mm-hmm. a suffering person a lot of the time. Yeah. Sometimes I am. Most of the time, thankfully, I'm not lately. Right. Um, but yeah, just that inability con- to connect, it makes people feel like someone has to be wrong in the situation or something has to be bad in the situation. Right. When in reality, I don't fucking believe that. I feel I think it's a benefit. I I I don't I don't think it's a weakness at all and honestly you know we've said a million times growing up I was so embarrassed of my dad and I didn't want anybody to know he was a paranoid schizophrenic but now as an adult I feel so grateful um that I got to have a parent even with all the bad shit because I feel like I have this insight into you part got of a the learning world experience from it that so many and don't understanding. get. You got understanding, empathy, yeah, that all, other people won't yes, get. Yes, and yeah. even you know my OCD and my anxiety. Um, I feel like my ability to relate to people and empathize is heightened yeah, because sure. of those things. Yeah, so I I don't look at them as a weakness. In your situation. I'm going to diagnose you because I'm a doctor. Okay. But um, here, here we go. <laughs> you, 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 I've said before, you have to feel needed. Yeah. That's part of your OCD. Yeah. You have to have tasks yep. or you don't do well. You have like every week we, we laugh about it. Like, what is she going to complain about? This right. Week? Even me and Mark were roasting her the other day. Like yep. she has to have something to complain about all the time every week. But honestly, that's part of it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's I can't like, be idle. No, you can't. You don't know how to relax. Mm-hmm. You don't don't do well in an, a relaxed environment. You have to be taking care of somebody. Mm-hmm. You have to have something to do. And even though because it I seems, feel useless, if that if makes that wasn't sense. there, if if, yeah. if I just sit somewhere, I feel useless. Yeah. And um, I really love people. You know, I joke and Luckily, say I hate people. Yeah, you're use you're putting it to good use. Yeah. Whereas I would be like, I have to fucking rob banks every fucking weekend, <laughs> or you know, like it could it could go a bad way. Right, you know, you're right. I'm the darker one of the two. Right, I feel like, and yeah, you you use it in a good way, but it's definitely because of that. Like, there's no mistake about that. Right, it is, yeah. and you know, there's a downside. I deplete myself, but other people benefit from it. True, you know, so. I don't look at it as you know bad because when my car battery dies I know you're going to show up before AAA yeah because you're going to feel obligated as soon as I tell you I have to help her (laughs) I have to go save the day I have to fucking be the hero I have a hero complex it is but it's an obsession almost it is like it is yeah I, I you know we joke that I have a hard time saying no but um you always have been that way though always always yeah always yeah I used it at one point when we were younger. Yeah, I used it to my benefit. I I tend to know what people are good for in my life. And back in the day, I'll just say I used to take advantage of that. But I don't anymore because growth. Because growth. A cat just came in here. (laughs) So that's your update. Um, But yeah, we'll talk more about mental illness in the future. It's just something that was... I wanted to talk about because you know the the thing I read made me feel something it's it's true though I want people to just understand you know people are always going to make mistakes but it's like just don't be the asshole that uses oh my god I'm so OCD I'm so fucking bipolar like the the weather's bipolar Mm -hmm. today don't be that yeah don't be that don't because it involves a lot more than what you're thinking definitely 
Okay. I, I'm going to pee. Yeah. You guys all needed to know that. Um, yeah. And then we have more. Okay. Hold on, guys. We'll be right back. Hey, shit is heavy in the world right now. And some, <laughs> some days hey. it's falling the fuck apart, you guys. It is. Okay. I know for me personally, my mental health has taken a huge hit. If you're stressed, dealing with anxiety, <laughs> that was, I'm throat sorry. bubbles, <laughs> anger, grief, trauma, maybe even relationship issues, maybe having trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash HELLO. Okay, kids, we're back. Here we are. Um, so you were going to talk about pee, right? <laughs> I was saying. <laughs> I sneezed the other day, you know, and this doesn't happen very often, but I sneezed the other day and almost peed my pants. And what I was fuck? saying I did pee my pants the other day. Um, we had just came in from somewhere and so we have two bathrooms bunny has her own motherfucking bathroom she was in mine and so i'm like all right like you know stay calm i have to tell myself (laughs) sometimes so i was in the kitchen doing something and then i realized she was taking hell along and i'm like she's probably doing makeup or something Mm -hmm. in there or on her phone so i was out i was like pacing in the kitchen pacing in the kitchen and i fucking in fact i had these sweats on and i peed and i felt it and i it went through my sweats and i was like you know what and i fucking I was like, let me in the bathroom. I have to use a fucking bathroom. And so she came, she was like, okay. And she came out and like, I went in there and I slammed the door and I had to take my pants off and hella shit. And then um, it was like hours later, she came in my room and um, we were talking about something and I got up to go get something. And I said, and in case you didn't notice, I have on different pants because I peed my fucking pants earlier when you were in the bathroom. And she like fell apart laughing. And she was like, I didn't even notice you had on different fucking pants. I was like, yeah, I peed my fucking pants. I and hope you're like, happy. She was like, why did you pee your pants? Like, I didn't do it for fun. What the fuck do you mean? But yeah, that happened. And then, um, another weird fucking issue i was telling crystal i was in the bathtub earlier and like i shoot water out my vagina that's how i clean it and i was like in the bath (laughs) shooting water and i felt something and i was like what the fuck and i i shouldn't even be telling you guys this but i reached down everybody's bodies i felt something like different like a baby coming out something and so i like pulled it and i it was like a fucking mucus plug and i was like what is this i was like freaking out i think i even yelled out loud what is this and it was um (laughs) it was like heavy and it was clear and it was like um gelatinous it was like it looks like a mucus plug if you've ever been pregnant and i was like big ovulation (sighs) discharge so basically like when you ovulate sometimes you'll have like clear like yep 
thick the kind of stickiness like come out. It's like cl- a clear th- snot will come yes. out sometimes for ovulation. Yes. This was that times a hundred. And I was like, what the fuck? Am I about to have another baby? Like, is this a mucus? <laughs> There's a twin what in is there? this? Yes. I was so pissed. Like, what the fuck? So I had to like throw it away. Like, put it down the drain it was all smashed it through i was like get out of here like you're not swimming in here with me it was fucking annoying and it's probably hella gross but i don't care (laughs) i had to get rid of it bodies are really gross they are fucking gross better out than in because i didn't want that just chilling either so i'm glad i did pull it out but i pulled it out with my hand like what is this you delivered your own baby you had a water birth you warrior (laughs) you're a doula now (laughs) You guys, I'm a doula. So, yeah. Add that to the fucking resume. What the fuck? Yeah, this is what that happened too. Just weird bodily things. Yeah, vaginas Peeing are Peeing your pants weird. when you're a grown lady. It happens. Guys fucking pee in theirs too. They think they're done peeing. Put their wiener away. And, I know. And, pee and more pee out. comes out. We learned that. So, yeah. Don't, before you judge, if you're listening. Before you judge our slimer pussies. <laughs> Weird dick. Think of that next time your face is in one of those. Right. Think of that next time you're ready to judge. Think about (laughs) think about your your dicks leaking still after you walk away because that's a thing. Whatever. Um, I'm glad I ain't got no partner right now. First of all, my sex drive is gone. It still ain't came back. I know it takes a little while, but I'm like you're in like maternal mode. Yeah, and like just no sex drive. But like, thank God I don't have a partner to apologize to for it because yeah. I'd be fucked. Yeah, I I I remember going through that. It takes too. a while to mm-hmm. come back, and I'm just like, no rush. I'm not even tripping. Yeah, yeah. That's that's another bodily thing going on yeah it's so dumb how that happens but uh, sometimes it's just nice to not worry about yeah sex and to just and focus it's on COVID. your new baby i don't need a sex drive during covid it's not safe mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not safe to be having sex partners right, right now so fuck it I don't, i'm not like i said no rush i'm not tripping yeah. um the news I, I just had a couple of things. <laughs> and now for the news. No, um, there was just a couple of things I read that, that tickled me a little bit. One was Boosie got shot in the leg in Texas the other day. There was like a shooting. He got hit in the leg. You know, I said it before. God don't like ugly. Karma. So look at all these things. First, You're lucky it was only your leg. Mike Tyson punks you. And now this, you know, maybe you should stay out of other people's children's motherfucking business. I'm telling you he lived he's bad. fine you yeah. know it wasn't it was just a leg check it wasn't like i don't even think it was it was a wake-up call yeah i think they were they weren't even aiming like for, i don't know Does, didn't he lose somebody very close to him that he just did some music with i just read that yeah i, I don't know if that name. was the same shooting or what oh i'm, I'm not making fun of that but no, it, was, no. it was around that time yeah now that you mention it that might have been related Damn. i don't know i don't know but i just feel like you know you showed the world that you're an ugly person you inside. You showed the inside of your ass. You did. You put new meaning to show your ass. Absolutely. And, you know, hey, you, you caught one in the leg. Um, also, Lil Wayne, you know, you support Trump and shit and you think that shit is cute. Now he caught this huge gun case. After um, his girlfriend left him yep, for supporting Donald Trump. You lose your Trump. girlfriend and then now you caught this huge gun case that he's facing. Um serious charges serious federal charges and shit for it was either yesterday or today and you know what let's let's see if your your buddy donald trump this is the will universe get you out of that 
because he ain't gonna get you out of that no he's he's not gonna give a fuck this is the universe telling you chill the fuck out yeah chill mm-hmm. the fuck you out. thought it was so cute and funny to pose for that picture and post it and shit you thought that was so cute the universe has a way of, of taking care of shit i'm telling you yep that's all my news though i'm doing a lot of <laughs> vocal dancing over here sorry <laughs> fuck <Right>. um <clears throat> and my sniffing god i sound like i do coke fucking all day the way i just keep sniffing we let's have, get it yeah we have some good ones um I'm going to pick up where we left off last week because there were some that we couldn't even get to. Okay. You know, what? I, before you do that, I have a question. Um, so let me find my fucking note because I need to. How do you feel about parents having kids take their nudes for them? Because I have seen a few examples of that. I'm calling the police. Um, what are you talking about? So... Let me just different, different, differentiate. Say that word for me. Thank differentiate. you. Differentiate. That one. Sometimes there are households where people are free and open about nudity. Mm-hmm. And that's not mine. Not a big, yeah. and it's not a big deal. Right. If you take family photos in the nude, that's your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but sexy posing and having your Mm-mm. seven-year-old. I, I've seen two examples of it on social media. People I, I don't saying, think it's okay. um, my kid took this picture of me. They don't even think twice anymore when I pull my tits out or bend over. Mm-mm. I don't think it's okay. And I worry that you're going to find yourself facing a situation later where they might be because you know kids learn from behaviors Mm -hmm. and so if they if they see some shit you know growing up and and they may not um understand it the way they should like Mm -hmm. fully depending on what kind of explanation you're giving them um you might face a situation later where your example backfires and Right. What if you catch them, do, you know, doing it and sending it to some, right. someone like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to risk that. I feel you can be open with your child about sex mm-hmm. bodies. We're very po- body positive with our children. Uh, very open. But when it, I think your sex life should be separate from your kids always. And I feel like yeah. nudes are a part of sex life. Yeah, if you're I would sending, feel fucking weird. I can't. Me personally, I can't imagine telling either of the three girls, "Hey, take this picture of me." I'm I, I'm gonna spread my butt, and I'm and bending over in a g-string. Mm-mm. No, I don't. Nope, I don't think it's okay. Yeah, that's okay. my view. I don't. Same. Set the timer. Set yeah. the timer on your phone, or buy a ring light that has a remote. I bought one. Um, yep. I could send you the link. It was hella cheap. Um, but yeah, don't yeah. involve your kids in that because this just leaves too much potential for it to backfire and turn into something weird later uh, or, uh, for them. You yeah, know, like not safe for them. Maybe eleven-year-old thinking it's okay to send a nude to yeah, somebody, something like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I helped my mom do it. Yeah, no, no, don't do it. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, all right. Have you guys ever been through friendship breakups? Friendship breakups hurt as much as relationship breakups. More. I'm going through a stage in my life past three years where I'm distancing myself from certain people. I started doing this because I felt disrespected by certain people or I would feel like they uh, value, see things, what, would be extremely different than mine. 
I've had two people who I considered my closest friends be the quote friendship breakups and hurt me the most. Although we were close, once close, I just can't be friends with people who disrespect me and continue to gaslight me when I bring up an issue. Mm. That that sounds like they needed to go. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it still hurts. Uh. Sorry. Okay. Although I miss them sometimes, I'm happy because I'm putting myself and my happiness first. If there's anything I've learned, it's that more people should know that it's okay to separate from people if they no longer bring happiness or good energy in their lives. There's a difference between having minor disagreements with someone and being a toxic friend. Absolutely. Definitely. We've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Um, I've said it feels like you're mourning them. It's Um, devastating. Yeah. I've went through two that I can, well, three that I can really think of. Yeah, because... um, uh, sorry, I, I was just thinking to myself, it feels like you're close. You can be closer to a friend sometimes than you are a partner. So with two of them, really quick, um, the first one, what had happened is uh, there was a girl that didn't like me. She um, sided with that girl and apologized on my behalf when there was nothing to apologize. I, I didn't behave disrespectful, but she apologized on my behalf. And this is supposed to be one of my best friends. Mm-mm. And I just lost all respect. And then when I wanted to discuss it with her, because I felt uh, so hurt by her apologizing on my behalf and taking this bitch's side that don't fucking like me. Yeah. Um, she gaslit me and I, and Mm-mm. our friendship went downhill after that. And it just, we talk maybe three times a year now, yeah. if that. And then the second one um, got hooked on drugs and mm-hmm. threw me under the bus as her scapegoat. Mm-mm. And you um, can't do that. There, it was five years until she got clean. And, uh, you know, she apologized a million times. And it, it's it's okay now. It's, it's great. But that I remember crying for probably two weeks straight. It was devastating that yeah. um, she could fuck fuck me over like that. Yeah, because I would never. It's um, it it's very painful because yeah. you to be betrayed, feel betrayed, or yeah. like, or just have to end for whatever reason. If they're going through something, or if it whether it involves you or not, if you have to separate yourself from a friend, it feels like you lost someone, like they died almost. If it's a, a definite break, if they're. If they're doing behaviors that are harmful to your mental or emotional health, you need to break. Yeah. Because it's not That's fair. what it sounds like. So especially I mean, if you did the right thing. It still hurts, but yeah. it's easier, I think, to get over if you know you did the right thing. Yeah. And it's always going to hurt <clears throat> when you think about it, but it'll get a little less and less. And yeah, for sure. If they're unwilling to discuss and apologize, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. Um, how do you deal with family members that you don't fuck with fuck with at family functions? A bunch of family members have turned up to be Trump supporters yeah. and my mom and them are super quote, we're not gonna let politics ruin family. And I very much disagree. Here's what you do. You put on a Biden Harris shirt out of spite. You mug them. You put on You a, mean mug them. You don't say shit. You walk in there. A Black Lives Matter face mask. Yes. You fucking look at them. You glare at them. And if they say anything, you swing. And then you say, how about that fucking election? You say, what did I bring? Beef. And yep. you punch them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That no. is what no. You start you fucking arguments. You um no no. Yeah, I That's don't want to encourage I do. you. I don't want to encourage you to destroy your family function, but you don't 
speak to them. And if they bring up politics, you fucking you let voice your, vo- your opinion. position. Yes, because you, yeah, fuck that. Don't um, fucking hush. For the, the days of shutting the fuck up for the over. sake of the family no. are fucking over. Yeah. If I'm breaking up my family, you all break up yours too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm just not speaking to know. First of all, they better not be there if I'm invited. My family kind of already knows that. Right. They definitely, there ain't no kind of, they know that. But if I show up and somebody's there and it's a problem, like it, it'll be spoke on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fuck that. Don't speak to the, to the person that's a problem. And if they speak to you, let them know why. Yep. Agree. Definitely. Um, another family one. How to deal with family members who only reach out to you for money, but you know they're going to use it for drugs. I'm I'm not funding anybody's drug habit, um, like family and shit. Like if I know that's what I'm sorry, you you're gonna have to get it the best way you can. So if they ask me for money, I'm gonna say, what do you need it for? Mm-hmm. And then when they tell me, uh, they say groceries or they say gas, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, well, I'll pay for that. Yes, yeah. I'll order you. Tell me what you want. I'll order it. Yeah. Um, I'll meet you at the gas station if they're local. Do things like that. Yeah. Because if they overdose or something, I just don't want Dude. it on me Mm-mm. for family. Um, I posted something the other day that was like basically not judging a homeless person for what they're spending yeah. money on. But that's a little different because you're not going to see that, you know, that person again. And it ain't your place to. And to, if I'm homeless, I want to be under the influence. Absolutely. Of something. Absolutely. It's not our place to judge what the fuck they spend money on. No. Nope. With family, I think it's a little bit different, though, because there's the potential for enabling and all that kind of shit shit. getting out of hand yeah and then it's on you so there's room for you to feel guilty and like you know no just uh like you said um what's some good ways to handle depression with abortions i've never felt that never felt it i have a fucking stamp my card for how many i've had 10 get Get 10 get one free at your house i don't i haven't felt seriously yeah i haven't felt guilt if you feel guilt, I'm sorry. I would talk reach to out you. and get therapy. Yeah, that that's going to be my answer. If you're struggling with it, definitely reach out and get some therapy. Talk to somebody. Don't yeah. sit on those feelings. Yeah, get professional help. Definitely. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even encourage you to talk to like family no. or friends because those are that's something that you don't even want to bring people into your business on. Right. Talk you, to you want to somebody who knows how to navigate that. Sorry, there was another part to that. It says also how men should feel about about it us taking control over the situation should i feel bad knowing i didn't want him to be my baby's father no no that was a decision you made best your for body you. yeah we so grow no. the babies um see we just talked about that though like if it was a spouse or something like mm-hmm. would you have to discuss it with them in that case yeah you need to discuss yes. it with them but you shouldn't feel guilt for deciding that you're not a parent that, that you don't want to be a parent right. at that time or whatever. Um, I do feel like you owe a conversation maybe to your partner. Definitely. Um, if you're married and shit. But don't feel bad about your decision. No. Don't feel like you did the wrong thing. You did the right thing. Um, another child one. Women not wanting children and the minimal acceptance of it. I think we've talked about that before. Some women just know they're not meant to be parents. They have no fucking desire to and be I a mother. And I love that. And leave them yeah, alone. Leave them alone. Um, I don't like that forcing motherhood on women. Like, no. Because it's hard as fuck. And if you know that about yourself, 
um, that you don't want kids, don't feel like you're obligated. Don't let anybody pressure you. Society, a partner, a parent, Mm -mm. tell them, bitch, you have the baby. Bitch, you have the baby and you tell me how much you love it. And all, you know, don't tell me about me and mine. Uh Uh-uh. No. Okay, Potafria, can you give some advice on open relationships? How have they been different from your monogamous ones? Why choose open relationships? Have you learned any life lessons from them? Thank you. Love you guys so much. Um, Well, they're totally different because they're open. Um, Mm -hmm. There's no expectations for um, being faithful. Yeah. There's no drama in that sense. So there's no loyalty issues. Right. No loyalty issues. I've never felt like I've had to investigate anything or question whether or not I'm being lied to about a situation. That's just, it eliminates that concern altogether, which is a big relief, actually. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just, I know how I am in monogamous relationships and I don't do very well. So I've always preferred the open ones over, I don't know if I'll ever be in another monogamous relationship, not completely monogamous anyway, because it's just, it's, mm -mm, it's stress. It's always stress and questioning shit. I don't trust enough for it. I just know that about myself. Especially when you're, you know, you're, you're last She's purring. Crystal's purring right now. Um, Especially when your last one ended so fucked up. It leaves a bad taste, I think. It too. does, but I don't really carry that into. I'm not one to carry that into That's a new good. one, I feel like. Um, I just, I know I'm not trustworthy either. I know that about myself. I'm right. not hella trustworthy. If a if an opportunity presents itself and if I'm feeling froggy, Spunky. I'm gonna leap. Yes, I am, and I know that about myself. So I just, I it's honestly, good that you know that. Yeah, about yourself. I don't really have a desire for another monogamous yeah. relationship. But yeah, I would just say, you know, maybe try it if you're if you're asking because yeah. you. You know, curious. May, yeah, and you maybe want to try it, try it. But for me, it's been great. It did teach me life lessons. It taught me that you can have um, a relationship with someone that is that way. You can that, separate sex from feelings, I would think. Um, if, well, no, because there's still very much feelings. No, I mean, you can, the person you're in an open relationship with, you can love oh. them, have sex with somebody else. Yeah, and it doesn't Without affect, falling in love with them. Yeah. And it doesn't affect your yeah main relationship right right like it doesn't yeah it doesn't make me love them i admire people that are able to do that it's great i i I super prefer it that's probably what how i'm gonna rock from now on i like it i'd probably stab mark in his fucking eye if he ever brought it up to me (laughs) i do i admire people that are uh, i don't think you could do that i don't think you can go from a committed relationship to that right with the same person right that's not realistic. i think if you start out but that if way, you met somebody yeah. you could pr- you know i think you could probably do I've it read. If, if going into it from jump that's what it is you know yeah. it's not you, it's not like you start one way and then try the other that's right. not gonna work I, i've read a few instances and in, online about people who were in committed relationships and one day their partner comes home and brings it up that would never fly Never. But um, also, I'm a very territorial person. Like I've said before, there's people from high school that I've dated that to this day, you cannot date them or I will fuck you up. 
like and that doesn't make sense you know but right. that's how i am that's just how i'm wired like i'm super territorial yeah you like are. there's people um i see now like you know i fucked with a lot of people that do music and there's i'll see people just in a fan way <laughs> post like people You're i like, fucked with back up. and i'm looking like bitch or i'll hit that person like hey so and so better be cool and you don't I even want them ass. anymore no but they still are my property <laughs> In my mind, they're st- they're always going to be my property, bitch, and you cannot go there if if I know you. You think ever. that's related to your OCD? Probably, it's obsessive. Yeah, for sure. And it, I'm never going to let up on that. Yeah, no, never. you've been like that for a very my long whole life. Time. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, in December, I plan to apply for a scholarship offered through my job. I'm a CNA home caretaker now, and I'm 27. I feel you, girl. Not sure why I've had the sudden interest to go back to school now, but I am, and my family thinks it's too late for me now, considering my age. What? She's 27. You're a baby. Um, but I don't want that to discourage me. I want to become a registered nurse and am ready for the challenge. Do you guys think it's too late, or should I go for my dream? Please help. Oh, my mom went back to nursing school at 32. I read stories of women and just people in general that have gone to college at 50 yes. and shit. And, it's never too And late. ended up with a doctorate. Like, yep. you know, it's never. T- I get so excited is what I was going to say when I read those stories. Because yeah. I'm like, that's so cool. Like, you had kids. You got it out the way. Like, you did all that early or whatever. And then, like, they go to college later. Like, why can't the that be the stories of parents going with their kids to college yes, and walking the great. stage together yes. and shit those are all hella heartwarming your family sounds like haters assholes and maybe because they feel like they lost their be, chance yes so they're discouraging you i say family or not anybody don't let anybody discourage you from anything if you want to go to college when you're 65 go and i think it's almost better I'm you're not bettering gonna... yourself how the fuck can you discourage someone from bettering themselves right and i don't mean it's better but you have an advantage going back to college older you're more disciplined yeah you're more self-aware um those are attributes people, that are going to help society you society forces people into college right away i don't really get that i'm not a college person i've never had any desire to go to college but like i don't understand from the outside looking in why there's so much pressure put i mean i get it like maybe you don't want the student to lose momentum from taking a break yes but knowing who i was in high school and like how you know just i was not ready for college i, I would not do two well semesters in, after high school i would not do well in college i at didn't that age. do well i feel like people would be so much better students yes. as later adults like you said more disciplined patience like all that shit you have more figured out yeah the older you are yeah. typically so i don't like how society puts that pressure on mm-mm. people you have to do it right away fresh out of high school when you're a kid no no fuck off for a bit yeah fuck that um do, do what you want and we're proud of you and we hope yeah. you do it please um, update us let us know how it's going definitely um okay i have str- i need to burp or something are you vocal dancing it's sitting right there get out yeah, get out I of my body it. I have struggled with body dysmorphia slash body image issues slash eating disorders my whole life. Have either of you struggled with any of these? If so, how did you overcome them? Thanks. Yes. Um, you want to go first or me? 
Huh? I've always been chubby. <clears throat> always. Always been chubby. I was always the chubbiest friend. Um, and you're very skinny now, but I feel like you don't see it. I, I still feel I told you chubby. a few weeks ago, like, you need to eat a sandwich or something, bitch. You're the smallest I've ever seen you. And I um, and you started talking to me about how, no, your weight, like, you picked up yeah, 10 pounds. I did. And, and I'm I, like, how? Because you look fucking, I don't want to say sick, but for you, you're very small. Yeah, I, about, it was right after my wedding in 2011, I got serious about working out and I lost like 40 pounds and I've been able to keep it off and I feel a lot better. It's easier for me to buy clothes and shit. If for you, me, I feel you better. You have a before, I saw it in my phone not too long mm-hmm. ago. I was going through old, old pictures, our attachments and our texts yeah. and there was a side by side and I don't even remember you being that big, mm-hmm. but it was like when you had that that whore hair yeah that platinum whore hair and then side by side and when you lost all that weight and you've kept it off and like yeah yeah, it's it's a huge fucking difference but i feel like you still don't see how small you are sometimes i don't and you know my brother richard we always tell him he has body dysmorphia he's lost like two whole people and he still is hard on himself very hard on himself he does crazy workouts and he looks great, but yeah. he still feels like it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to tell anybody to get over that. Yeah, because I don't think we've got over ours. I think... You have weird eating things, too. I have, I have weird... I'll discuss mine next. Yes. But, yeah. Um, so we can't really give you advice on that. I would seek Therapy. A, prof- a real professional, not yeah. us. Um, it, especially if it's something that you think you need, you know, you need Definitely. help with. Um, for me, I kind of had a realization recently, like I was super, super, super fucking skinny growing up. Um, and I was like size zero skinny, double zero sometimes. Like I would wear sweats under my jeans Yep. and I would buy weight gainer from GNC and I would do use the whole can and it would not help me gain weight and I would return it. And they always let me return the can and try a different one. And it was like, I remember that. I remember doing that. And um, I just all I never had the body I wanted. I had boobs, but I was like, and I loved your I was body, olive oil, up. basically. Mm-hmm. And so um, it wasn't until recently I realized, like, I was kind of in a weird living situation with my grandparents, and I was denied food, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, that sounds really fucked. You couldn't up to go say. in the kitchen late because you couldn't wake them up. Um, yeah, and like get yep. out of there. What are you doing? Yep. Like dinner is over with type shit. Yep. And this and it's fucked up. But now um, I overeat, like grossly overeat. She will clean her plate and then my plate. Yeah, I only eat like once a day like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll eat something small, but then throughout the day like i'll have one meal where i do too much not so much lately but yeah. that's how it's been as an adult yeah and um i always like would laugh because my mom eats a lot eats like Does a good she? amount yeah she don't look like she it, looks but fucking great she'll eat a good amount like she eats a lot <laughs> she's gonna hear this hi <laughs> but no yeah, but she she's i always amazing I always, looking yeah and i always chalked it up to that you know like um also once i got out of their house i guess i started eating a lot to make i want to say probably to make up for not Mm -hmm. being able to eat how i wanted growing up 
Yeah. So like I always ate more than you. Mm -hmm. Always like always ate like a gross amount of overeating um, growing up. It did. It wasn't until I became an adult that it started. My metabolism slowed down a little bit and then I gained the weight I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it was like a good thing because I was finally the size I wanted to be. Yeah. But um, I can't really say now. And I think it's because I'm on the blood thinners and it affects my appetite. So yeah. I'm not eating as much as I used to. You look to. really good. Um, thank you. But yeah, I can't eat like I have been for like the past, you know, few years as an adult or whatever. But that's my, I guess, eating, eating problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's just it's become habit to like overeat and eat beyond being full. It's just like I'm greedy as fuck. Like if something tastes good, I'll eat even when I'm not f hungry anymore. Oh, God. The thought of it makes me sick uh, because digestive issues run in my family. Um being that feeling of being full makes me physically nauseated yeah. so i don't ever and want I'll to be full it. yeah oh my god yeah you so do. you You're crazy you avoid it i avoid yeah. feeling full because it makes me feel sick yeah so i'll just eat until my stomach's not growling and i feel okay yeah sometimes when i'm eating something really good Mark will be like, you better slow down. You know, you're going to get sick. Oh. You better stop. You're going to get sick. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, I, don't. I eat really fast too. crazy fucking yeah, fast. You, I'm telling you should be like 300 pounds. It's weird. Easy. It's like, bitch, do you chew? Like I eat shit. So <sighs> you're I'll, a snake. I'll literally tell bunny, like hold her real quick and I'll be done like for real, real quick because I eat so fucking fast. And, um, I want to say she noticed it the other day. She was like, you ate that already? And I'm like, girl, yes. Like, I don't waste no time. Yeah, you I don't. laugh about it, but it's it's not good eating habits. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. My eating habits are fucked up. Same. Um, okay, moving on. I'm sorry. We can't help with that. But we share, you know. <laughs> right. Struggles. Right. Um, do you think it's normal for a guy to ask you for a dick ring the first time you hook up? How do you feel about dick rings? Sorry if you already answered this. Wait, I'm, I don't understand. A it. cock ring? Wait, the, the guy's asking the partner for a cock ring? Um, this is a, a woman, I think. And uh -huh. it says, um, do you think it's normal for a guy to ask you for a dick ring? I guess to get him one the first time they hook up. That means you... Um, I was going to be say something mean. I'm not going to say that. You know what a cock ring is, right? Do you? <laughs> yes. Okay. So for was, those who don't, it's um, like usually an elastic, like a thick elastic. To make you stay hard. Band. Right. And it, or to like, if you're edging or something, or you want right. to hold off coming. Um, or sometimes it increases sensation too. And it'll keep you hard for people that struggle with erectile dysfunction. There's a time limit on this shit. Okay. We're not fucking <laughs> for fucking two hours. So you got so, me fucked up. It doesn't always prolong it. Sometimes people can't stay hard. So they get, well, that's they wear what I was going to say. That's so mean. It goes around the dick and balls and it, squeezes it and yeah. usually helps it stay hard i was um, gonna say my instant thought if somebody asked me that the very first time we were hooking up i would think you have wiener issues yeah and but don't judge well that's why i said it was me and think i didn't it's, say yeah it. i think it's cool that he said that so that just right away like so you know what i do you know what i'm into communication right? yeah so definitely. I, I wouldn't judge him or look at him bad right. for that right um yeah, and, and if that's like, I would just, if you have any questions, 
ask him about it. Or if you're not familiar with that or what he could be using it for, just ask, like, what does that do for you? It might be his king. Yeah, I'll go get it. But like, what, you know, what what effect does it do to your dick or whatever? Just ask. Why do you like it? Right. Because there's, like I said, there's a few different reasons why you could have it. Definitely. Um, Okay. You guys, I have a little baby kitty sleeping on me. In her lap. Get it out. Her's doing a snuggle. Um, okay, I'm trying to just skim through this one. Okay. How do you ladies deal with with not caring about what other people think? I seem to run into groups of women who will hate me for no reason, like on some high school shit when I'm damn near 30. Mm-mm. I try to think think why why they do, and I really can't come up with anything off of how I act. Sometimes it gets to me. Let me know your thoughts. Love you guys. Thank you. Um it just gets stronger with age yep there was a time when i I was insecure yeah and i cared i was really young Mm -hmm. like teenage years i'm talking Mm -hmm. once i got to be like 19 20 shit like that my confidence took off better and um I want to say when I just had the freedom to kind of dress how I wanted, where, you know, wear the makeup, how I wanted, had the money to get what I wanted to wear and mm-hmm. be me, um, that helped my confidence tremendously because I wasn't limited on yes. my look. And yep. um, my confidence is very much based on my look and being able to express myself that way, whether it be with makeup or whatever. Like, I feel my best when I can do that. So... Yeah, I just gave less a fuck once I had the freedom to do that. And then when it became adulthood, just learning more about people, how shitty people are, how shallow people are, shit like that, knowing that that's not how I wanted to be. That's not what I wanted to impress. And I've always been bold and loud and um, crack jokes. And um, some people find me obnoxious. Yeah. You know, and confidence was built though one, you know definitely it, it many fucking years it took um once you get to a point where you honestly love yourself and you're secure with who you are the not giving a fuck what other people think is, is what, going to come and that is what is attractive in a lot of people yes. and a lot of people are attracted in that quality in me and mm-hmm. vice versa like i have some people that I've been in love with that are not conventionally attractive, mm-hmm. but I love them because of their confidence. Yes. So like, and, and even with them, like sometimes they didn't even see it in and, themselves. And you got to realize you're not going to be for everybody. And that's every oh, yeah. human being in this world. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is going to like you. So, so don't worry about the ones that don't. Mm-mm. Someone will. They're like, what's the yeah. saying? Like there's a lid for every pot. Yes, and it's not about quantity, it's about quality. So mm-hmm. if you have two solid friends, you're fucking blessed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, bitches being messy and shit, though, just a lot of times that comes from their insecurity. Don't fucking Always. worry about them. Do not Always. fucking worry about them at all. Um, yeah, I, I, I look down on people that are like messy in that way. Because I know, like, you're acting ugly and shit because you're not happy. Because happy bitches ain't doing that. And life is hard and everybody struggles at some point with something. For you to be cruel and talk about people or talk shit and be messy for no reason, that's ugly. 
it's fucking ugly. Mm-hmm. You don't want you don't want them fucking people to like you. No way. No, if that's how they are. So yeah, don't worry much less about them and just focus on yourself. And like like we were saying, with confidence, you care way less what other people got to say and how they feel about you and all that. Just live your life. Definitely. I'm going through all these pictures of PP. Also, maybe adopt a cat. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, this one has a full, a few bullet points. Okay. Okay. So one, Potafria, is parenting um, newborn duties any different from your last child and what? Yes. And um, like I've seen memes go around before and it's like first kid this, second kid this, sec- third kid this. Like with each kid, you care less. Not not that you care about the kid less, but you um you already know what you're in for. Yes. So you're not buying unnecessary shit. You're not panicking um, over the little shit. Yeah, you you already have some experience. Mm-hmm. So I feel like of course this is my most experienced um time with a newborn. Mm-hmm. So uh I feel more confident. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's smoother. It's smoother and I'm appreciating everything hell yes. more just where i'm at in life and everything i'm I'm appreciating a lot of the small things the patience yeah yeah that too um number two we need crystal's dad back on stop hogging him <laughs> soon, soon 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 we will i love him um three crystal can you give us some insight on what cute fun stuff you and hubby do alone <laughs> to stay happy and loving <laughs> no she can't because i'll throw up i really like mark as a person i do bitch no i do we fucking i really like it's very rare (laughs) that we take anything seriously yeah we crack a lot of fucking jokes that keeps shit great i think it really i'm telling you (laughs) the ability to laugh at fucking everything Mm -hmm. really i thought of you guys the other day because i i think i posted it it said um uh ask is you can clear any tense situation by asking are we about to kiss <laughs> imagine i'm arguing with a bitch like at fucking jack in the box or how something. do you not laugh how do you not i would and die I thought laughing. of you guys and like a tense moment like and how you can break it with laughter i do that to him and <laughs> he used to get so angry because i would stay calm and crack a joke and are he'd we get about to kiss furious <laughs> now he just he laughs and just that works a lot we don't need any sexual details yeah sexual secrets use your imagination use your mouth we're very dirty (laughs) um this one i think is probably good for you too uh number four my skin has been super dry and my scalp any suggestions (laughs) definitely for me the dry skin (laughs) any suggestions y'all um have i don't know about sperm no she's um, the dry one i'm the greasy fucking non-stop greasy and bitch. i wish hair my face skin was greasy. oh my god no you don't exfoliate and moisturize which moisturize is something what um i use right now i have an ole heinrichsen moisturizer but i'm not a huge fan of it so don't do that the one i had before that was um it was a black tea infused um 
I'll have to, I'll look it up and we'll, I'll post it for the highlights. It's like 130 okay. bucks, but I'm telling, I swear by it. It is, it literally keeps my skin moisturized all day and it's the only fucking one that does that. Well, if it works, that's better than buying 10 of something that and doesn't it, work and, it for la- the, and you spend the same amount yes, of money. Yeah. And it lasted me like six months. Oh, you well, know? that's good then. Yeah. So, okay. Little goes a long way. And exfoliate. You have to fucking exfoliate. Use Olay Heinrichsen um, Black Walnut Exfoliator. Amazing shit. Okay. Um, sorry in advance if this is long or confusing. I'm having a hard time putting this into words. I live with my mom. We both struggle with depression and mental health is- issues. When she is down or angry or anything... Uh, but her normal happy self, I automatically feel like it's my fault and I need to fix it even though it has nothing to do with me or is completely out of control. Is your name Crystal? Crystal? Are you Crystal? Crystal, did you fucking write this? (laughs) I'll try to do things that I think will cheer her up and put her in a better mood or get her out of a funk. Of course, that doesn't usually work, so I end up beating myself up, blaming myself, and falling back into my own depression. I got this. Fuck, this is a cycle. I was just wondering if you guys had any advice. Thank you and love you guys. Let me tell this you what Crystal wrote this. Let me by t- the way. <laughs> let me tell you what my advice is. Cuz I learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Leave them. It used to be when Mark would come home in a bad mood, I would have to ask, ask, what's wrong? Are you are you mad? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Now I'll ask one time. I can usually tell. Mm-hmm. I'd leave it the fuck alone until that person is ready to talk yeah. or is ready to interact and be social. You can't fix it. Right. Don't. It's not your job to fix. You're not no. responsible right. for keeping everybody happy. Right. Um, And just speaking from the other side, when mm-hmm. you're in a funk and shit, and I mean, I'm sure you and this person can, can relate. You don't want to no. be bothered. You no. don't want, just remember that always keep yes. that in mind when you're down and you're in a depressive state, you don't want to explain no, nope. cause you may not have an explanation. You don't want someone cracking jokes and trying to cheer you up all the time. You might want to just be left the fuck alone. Yep. So just give them that space and don't worry yourself. Cause now you're going to make yourself sick trying to fix some shit you can't fix and your mom is a grown woman yeah she's made it this far in life she's gonna be okay if you don't fix it yeah you just gotta relax because then if it's putting her in a depressive state because she can't fix it that fucking sucks yeah i used to get hyper anxious yeah that sucks and it would suck so you gotta just let it be okay um Crystal and Pat, I'm finally writing in for some advice on my relationship. I love y'all because I'm a Leo sun and Gemini moon. Oh, wow. (laughs) But I'm in an interracial relationship. I'm Afro-Latina, Latinx, Honduran, and Dominican. My partner is white, like yuppie white. This fool has the perfect nuclear family, two dogs and brother, parents still together, all that. My family is rowdy as fuck, dysfunctional. I was and always am in these streets. Me and Mark, for sure. We couldn't be any more opposite, but he treats me hella good and doesn't disrespect me, gives me everything I want, etc. And we have a good relationship, but I am so fucking bored, yo. I am an astrologer slash doula. Me too. 
Just kidding. Um, and I've been in and out of sex work for a couple years now. I've been trying to spice things up and do everything to make our relationship exciting in all the ways by taking trips, surprising him to romantic dinners, kinky sex. I've tried it and he's always complaining about how he's tired. It's beginning to really turn me off. Also, he's not really interested in my career choices, but also doesn't stop me from doing anything because I make money. But it's starting to fuck with my confidence that he's not groveling at my feet. And I'm super affectionate all the time. And the only way he pays attention is if I lose my temper and set it off on him or just completely shut down. I'm trying to to justify being bored because he's the first dude I've dated who hasn't been toxic or actively in some shit. Mm. We've been together for almost two years now, but I'm just about ready to throw in the towel and I feel like shit because this is the first healthy relationship I've been in ever. Am I just impatient or am I used to crazy ass partners or am I justified in leaving him help? She also sent a picture of some cats that I'll show you that have been together since Thank birth. You. They're siblings, I think, or friends. I don't know. I love it. Honestly, this sounds like you are used to toxic drama drama and roller coasters and so you don't know how to be in a relationship that doesn't have that i could see that in myself sometimes you're gonna have lulls where you're you're just there with each other Mm -hmm. and you have to learn to be okay with that please appreciate having a good partner though please do not throw that away because you get bored sometimes yes and if there are things that are bothering you and are deal breakers tell him yeah so give him the opportunity to fix it before you throw it away or even consider throwing it away because it sounds like you got something good yep and like me you're just bored you're used to bullshit yeah so you're like oh i'm where's the excitement where's the bullshit sometimes boredom is peace you know and um look at the positives i would say especially if he's a really good dude just talk to him yeah yeah i would for sure um and maybe keep us posted because i want to know yeah always feel free to send pictures of your babies um yes I'll, i'll show you that okay wait this was just like a quick this wasn't really a question. Um, it says, listening to episode 92, where you guys are talking about people in the delivery room, my dad fully showed up drunk wearing a fucking demon mask. I was mortified. <laughs> but there were so many people. But there were so many people coming in and out of the room, and I was in so much pain. I didn't care to have someone remove him. <laughs> Billy? I was, I was also afraid he would be arrested, laughing my ass off so much chaos and sent pictures of the <gasps> demon masks. You're fucking dad is awesome and i love him for doing that i said laughing my fucking ass off i love this story so much and i'm glad you didn't mind (laughs) your dad is great what a way to break up the fucking shit in the delivery room showed up fucking drunk wearing a demon mask that's like (laughs) he's the party yes he said fuck the baby i'm stealing the show But maybe it was a plan to distract you from the pain. Like, this right. is great. It's fucking great. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, God. That's fucking awesome. Yes. I like uh, your dad already. Um, another thing. Uh, okay, so someone wrote in, interested in what y'all think about this new in- information coming out about the Chris Watts case. That's that guy that killed his daughters mm-hmm. and his wife. What new info? 
Um, it's a bunch of YouTube videos just about the mistress. Remember, like they think I've been said, I think she had a fucking bigger role. But then it says the fact his mistress was into occult shit and apparently put crystals in his house before he murdered them and was said to be into, quote, dark shit. That could be me. So I'm not worried about that that part. Yeah, that that, that, means nothing. No, not at all. No, the fact that she communicated so much with him she wanted shit was googling how to wipe shit from your computer yeah how to wipe text messages nah that bitch yeah i feel like we're gonna find out soon that she played a bigger part and was involved more than and i hope she's charged if it's found she did yeah hell yeah um okay hold on there's um sing a song there's one I want to read. I'll sing to Pamela and Ding Dong. Isn't she lovely? Pamela Ding What? Her name's Pamela and Ding Dong from the office. Oh, the cat. I'm yeah. like, what are you fucking talking? That's Stevie Wonder. What are you talking about? It's this new artist. Okay, okay. So she goes by little Pammy. Listen to this. Guys, I have a topic for the show or a story to tell at least, laughing my ass off. I had a stranger text me meaning to text someone else and opens with, is is now a good time to talk? I'm still struggling with how to talk to her about it. I said, this is the wrong number. He replied, oh my God, I'm sorry. Is this not Dennis? This is Mark. I said, no, I'm not Dennis, but good luck. Then the guy jokingly says, hey, thanks. Are you any good at advice? I said, you know what? I am. What's up, dude? This then this guy spills that he's having trouble talking to his wife about his sexual fantasies he's having, bringing Aww. up that it's a threesome, but they're a heavy church back, but they're from a heavy church background, etc., and that they're recovering from her having an affair, and that he was hurt because he saved his virginity for marriage, but then finds out his wife let some dude film her blowing him, etc. <laughs> Fuck. Then it says, then says it's not actually a threesome he wants, but actually wants to watch another dude nail his wife. He's like, bitch, you like <laughs> to get fucked? I I'm into watch. it. Guess what? Cuck I'm into me. it. Cuck yes. me. And that sounds crazy, but really turns him on. I'm like, well, actually, there's like a full genre and kink in exactly what you're expressing and told him good luck, etc. And to just talk to his wife. Then he asked me if he could send me something he wrote. And I was thinking maybe a letter to his wife. Anyway, I'm so entertained and intrigued by the entire thing. I said, sure, man, let's see it. And then he sends me an entire cuckold erotica story he wrote from his fan fiction from his wife's perspective, getting boned by him and another dude. Oh, going back to Dennis, because who's Dennis in this story? He's a church account accountability counselor. He was going to talk to don't talk to him. no he's gonna Um, tell you you're going to hell yes uh but talked to me instead and thanked me for my non-judgment and was helpful to talk to someone i hope it works out for the dude but how could i but wow i couldn't believe i scored such an excellent wrong number text i was just gonna say how fucking great and this is very limited detail on what i received laughing my ass off it was so much i was like dude high five this is fucking great yes um she said it was unbelievable i told him this morning his story was very detailed and to go on and share with his wife and get her thoughts since it's a real sale on fantasy uh 
then I said, I'm going to end our conversation and I hope the it's I hope the best for him. I would have been like, keep me updated. And he Mark. was so polite and thanking me for being for being so non-judgmental and kind to him. It was literally the most insane thing ever. I'm not going to block him, though, and I hope I get a text. Someday no, don't block it. That he got to watch his wife get pounded out laughing my ass off. Isn't that great? That's so great. Yes. You gave the best advice. It's super interesting. I thought that was fucking great. Can you imagine how bad this dude is? struggling you know right and you're growing up in the church and like you were a virgin until you got married and and like you probably don't know how to navigate like you know um, your kink yeah (laughs) yeah it's so foreign right yes yes i thought that was fucking great are you kicking the microphone into my mouth (laughs) bitch speaking of kink (laughs) you like this you told me you fucking like this i hope i get a fucking wrong number like that yes that's um, such a good story. Okay, I have another sex slash mental health related question similar to a listener from last week. I've been dealing with lots of anxiety and mild seasonal depression over the last year. My fiance and I want to start a family. Great timing, I know. But with my mental health stuff, I've been having a hard time getting into the mood when he's home. I have some toys I use alone from time to time, but it's more of a release of stress than actual pleasure. My partner feels like I'm not attracted to him because I don't initiate sex, but I'm so mentally drained at the end of the day that it's honestly the last thing on my mind. I try to show love and affection uh, in his love languages as much as possible because I'm attracted to him and I love him very much. My brain just can't get in the baby making mood. Any tips are greatly appreciated. Love you guys and thank you for keeping the podcast going. Um, get drunk. <laughs> if drugs or alcohol are a possibility, um, yeah, it's hard to not for me to not be in the mood when I'm drunk. I turn into a fucking dick. I've been called a dick monster. Uh, My ex, I cheated on an ex, and slut. we had an argument, and he was like, "I already know. I already know. When you get drunk, you turn into a fucking dick monster." And honestly, I do. So, um, yeah, back when I used to drink, <laughs> when Mark and I first started dating, I don't drink wine, but maybe some wine if you don't want to get too crazy. Uh, alcohol will always help loosen that shit up like i would or you know molly or i don't know like do you it sounds like it's just exhaustion it's not um it's not lack of desire right it's just fucking exhaustion and not feeling in in the mood i i get you know periods where i'm like that yeah where you know sex is like the furthest thing from my fucking mind because i'm fucking exhausted definitely alcohol try it Mm -hmm. turn into a dick monster do it i i recommend 10 stars 10 out of 10 i recommend just make sure he comes in the right spot and if that um if that's not an option for you like if you're against drinking or, or something, recovering yeah then then let us know and we can we'll find new advice we'll, for you we'll, yeah but for now we're like get, this is stage get drunk one and snatch your panties off. cartwheel on the wiener yep um all right so there's more of course but we'll we're gonna save, save them yeah um, yeah, we've been doing this like two hours. Just about. And I got to drive far away to pick up my babies. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to go smoke cigarettes and snuggle this cat. Oh, do you see her? She's hanging off the yes, chair. You and made, you made a hammock. Up. She used her cape to make a hammock for a kitten. <laughs> and it's holding her hand. So here's the baby. All right, you guys. 
Suck it easy, fuckers. Go to bed. Mm-hmm.